0: The X1 Bros after dark. Put the kids to bed. Lock up your daughters. Hide your kids. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. This is the latest that we've recorded this show in a while, and it's actually time, kind of it's yeah. actually kind of a nice change. Well, you know why we
1: why we changed it, right?
0: Because we hated it.
1: No, so David could go out to eat after.
0: Yeah, that's right. Oh, is that why we changed after, it? Oh, because yeah. I I hated it. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, was that was like just- yeah, going yeah, late. Like two it's in the rough. morning, and you're like, ah, oh, geez, I still got to play games afterwards. Welcome, everybody, to the X1 Bros. Uh, we are your positive gaming and Xbox community. Uh, as always, I'm joined by the Bros. The X1 Bros versus Mr. McSpicy. There is George the Man.
1: Hello. Right there.
0: And last but not least, I am X1. We had E3 this week. Big week. And what a glorious E3 week it was. So we put up the, our, our, our video for
1: I will as soon as you're done with the intros. Don't tell
0: me what to do. Well, the intro's done. I'm- Oh, is it done? Uh, Notice it's, I said it's honestly that fast. E3 was this week. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right, I'll <laughs> switch it on over. Uh, I'll like, switch Woody. it on over. Here uh, we go. Um, and there was a lot that happened. We we had our E3 uh, episode last week. Did anything happen after after outside of the Xbox conference that really stood out to you, Jordan? the man that you're super excited for. One thing did that we just watched. Elden Ring. Oh, that well, that, that was before everything. That was actually like the first thing that happened. That yeah, was but technically, technically mean, it was, before. I E3. mean, but it was. <laughs> Outside the conference is what I mean. The Xbox, yeah, conference. it was it was before, yeah. So what's the uh, who is it? Was it the Bandai? Wasn't Bandai? No, no, no. They showed Ashes to Ashes the whole time.
1: Yeah, yeah. That and was then really uh, funny, that was really funny. Yeah. Having a hour and a half stream for about five minutes of one game. <laughs> it's a bold move, Cotton. See if it works out for him. That was funny. And then Take Two had some issues. Take Shoot 2
0: didn't show any games.
1: Yeah, that's that's a bold move, Cotton. <laughs> yeah, that's a bold <laughs> move, In this day too. and age. That's <laughs> and then why even? Hold on. So for, for those of you that maybe didn't have well, time to watch these, they basically had a conference of nothing.
0: Yeah, for some of them.
1: Some of them had a conference of nothing, oh. which in this time, in this day and age...
0: Can you get away with something like that? I mean, uh, they did, I apparently. mean take, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Take two can, take, two can hit, take some dings. They have so much goodwill with some of their developers, you know. Yeah, okay. However, I think what made take two extra. So for those of you that don't know, take two basically had a panel discussion on diversity, which is fine if that's what you want to do. But people come to E3 to watch your games. Mm-hmm. And I feel like actually that probably would have been a panel at E3. But at E3, you go, you decide what panels to go to. A lot of people, I think what made this really stand out is that it was rumored that we were going to get Grand Theft Auto 6. Because Take-Two was having a conference. Because right Take-Two right. was having a conference, and that's what people and were excited about. For those that don't know, Rockstar's parent company is Take-Two. Take Take-Two, yes. Right. And so when you show up, and it's just people talking, you're like, where's Rock? Where, where's <laughs> hey. Grand Theft Auto 6? It's yeah. not humor. Well, I was actually, uh, I was I was talking to Ronan about this. Um Friend of the show, running. Friend yeah. of the show, yeah. yeah. And, and Laugh Run. I was talking to both of them about this. Um, I think because everything was digital this year, we got to see a lot of those like panels that you wouldn't normally see. Mm. And I think that may have been the issue, right? Because like you said, the Take-Two panel and stuff still would have been there, But it would have been amongst one of the many other panels that are kind of in this showroom over here on this day, and we can go do whatever else we want over here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think since it was all digital and it and nothing overlapped with each other, it was all just in an order. I think that made everybody was expecting like, oh, it should be all this, this, and this. When in actuality, like, it was just panels, which, like I said, are usually at E three, but they're usually you know kind of off to the basically doing their own thing. You know, you go to the panels. When the lines are too long. <laughs> yeah. 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 We actually, actually went to an interesting one. Yeah, it was really fun. Was the Grim oh, Fandango. Jack Black. Yeah. Re- yeah Jack Black. Re- and they read through the script. Of Grim Fandango. Of Grim Fandango, yeah. And that was that really was cool. cool. It was really cool to experience. Yeah. It's because the lines were too long. And
1: the lines were too long. <laughs> long and we enjoyed it. Yeah, and we enjoyed it. It was, it was air conditioned in, you know, June of uh, in L.A., which yeah. is yeah. actually pretty prime real estate. Yeah. Overall. And by the way. Yep. Me and Jack Black made eye contact, and yeah, I pointed did. to him, and he pointed it back. It's yeah, <laughs> true.
0: I was there. I witnessed it. I witnessed it happened. It. Jack Black, I love you. There was like a halo around you when <laughs> yeah. it happened, and I was like, "Yeah." It I, was like I, light. I'm done. Oh. I can go. I can pass on. <laughs> yeah. Now. Yeah. Uh One thing that I do want to talk about, e3, the reviews are are in. I think over, overwhelmingly, people are positive on Xbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that we do on our YouTube channel, for those of you that are listening. Is we're doing daily videos now. Uh, deadly, we, daily, daily, and, daily and, and deadly. deadly. They're very deadly. <laughs> they're daily and they're deadly. <laughs> th- are we watching the Scarlet Nexus? I don't Break know what we're watching. I, th- I think. No, yeah, not, this is great. I think I think it's Scarlet Nexus. Yeah, no, it's the Scarlet Nexus. This game looks amazing. <laughs> it threw me off. I'm like, what game is this? I Don't, don't make remember. fun of I this game. This, and this then game it's is my Nexus. game. We
1: just have random. David, you told me to hold have random clips. Yeah, but I thought we had the E3 one up there. No, it, this is
0: the E3 playlist. This was shown at like. This was oh, this is the playlist. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah,
1: you are bossy today, and you are. I, David, look at what I'm wearing. I'm in a shirt and tie. I've had a long day, and you are just you are just hounding me. I I, I did what you asked. You want me to go get you a drink? I already got two. Okay, I'm caffeinated up. <laughs> I can tell.
0: <laughs> so, that's how we do it. Here. I can tell. Anyways, one th- so one thing that we do we we did da- we're doing daily videos. That is my goal. Daily news videos. If you haven't seen them, go check it out. I, I pick a... Doing the best I can. I pick a news new story uh every single day and I, we just go over it and we talk about it. So come follow us on youtube.com forward slash X1 Bros. Check them out, follow us there. It's it's Xbox related, Xbox news. One thing that we did this week is uh especially with the Xbox conference, what was really interesting to me is is hearing and seeing, for instance, what do PlayStation fans think? They they weren't at this conference, so there was no they didn't have a horse in the in the race, so to speak. So uh-huh. so I wanted to really understand a PlayStation players perspective. And we had on friend of the show, Andrew from the level up network. Um, you can go see the interview over at, or the discussion over on YouTube on Thursday. And all it was, was me asking him, what is your perspective of, of not just E3, but then Xbox this generation overall, what are your thoughts as a PlayStation guy? And we got to discuss it. And, and one thing that I found interesting is, uh, and, and I, it it didn't surprise me but uh, the the take on game pass uh while he he self admittedly is more of a jRPG guy right now game pass really doesn't have I mean, they are getting more than we've ever had before but that is that is going to be a playstation box for you but he did say that i mean game pass he thinks the game pass is doing well and 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 that that was an interesting perspective to me just hearing his overall take on on e3 xbox the whole strategy mm-hmm. the whole shindig spicy thoughts on that before we move into a uh, really and nice. Andrew's yeah, on Andrew's opinions, yeah, on our on our, interview, with, our on uh, the interview,
1: it was a really good interview. I think I thought uh, the discussion was really interesting. Andrew's a very smart guy. Um, I've known him too. I haven't chatted with him in a while, but um, it's it's a really it's a really. F- Have you known him in the biblical sense? Is that- <laughs> what kind of question
0: is <laughs> <'Cause> he? <when> you, <laughs> is- you said? I've, I've known, known him. I've a known while. him. I've known well, him I mean, too. I've
1: met him, but <laughs> yeah, no, he's a he's a very sharp dude. And it was really interesting. I think some of the highlights for me was kind of his perspectives on um, on how how he feels that Microsoft. This was unique to me. I, I actually didn't even think of it this way. He kind of. I got the vibe that he feels that Sony is the underdog, even though they're on top. He actually he actually referenced that at some point. Yeah, he yeah. said everybody thinks the Xbox is the underdog be careful because Microsoft he said well Microsoft is one of one of the top like three companies in the entire universe yeah so he's like so I mean Sony so he he kind of has that he had that perspective of Sony being the underdog in this in this space
0: which actually I never thought of it that way which was really interesting yeah yeah no, that's that is interesting because as Xbox people, we're we're thinking, well, Sony's usually a, a media darling; it's a favorite; it's just done so well this last generation. Sure. Xbox is the underdog, but from a business perspective and from a cash perspective,
1: oh, I mean,
0: I mean, they're buying
1: <laughs> Microsoft, buying everybody, like, a, and it makes sense. They have money, I guess. They just go through the couch in the lobby and find eight billion dollars. Yep. Let's get Bethesda. Yeah, <laughs> Jordan, any,
0: anything to add? Oh, sorry, I was watching the Scarlet Knights demo. I don't think we should have this playlist (laughs) up because it's late. Uh, No, it's late. That's the only thing. Uh, No, it was really good. It was very interesting to hear his thoughts, and uh, it was was nice. Yeah, no, so go check it out. Uh, Andrew, interview uh, with the PlayStation fan, a PlayStation player. (laughs) Where you at? No, the play. You said the, the PlayStation the. fan. So the, Andrew of the Level the. Up Network, go check out the video over on YouTube. Again, this is what we want to do with YouTube. This is where we're taking the YouTube channel. Daily videos. Subscribe to us over there. It's a good time. Outside of so I, I wanna I want to really discuss Elden Ring. Oh, okay. Because yeah. we did watch it. Am I allowed to pull up that footage? You can do whatever you want. I can. I can do whatever. A, you have a Paul Allen tie. Sure, tie on. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. Let me let me pull that up. Elden Ring now now Elden Ring was shown off. It was actually before the the like Jordan said before the Xbox conference, but it yeah. was it was during E three. I think Elden Ring here appeals to me more than a Dark Souls, and Dark Souls is Peggy really good. I just don't My have, bad. I just don't have the time. I just <laughs> never had the time to jump into the the most recent ones like you guys. But it's always mm. a solid game. Just great gameplay. Really really excellent world class level design, character design. Yeah. This has a different. F- f- atmosphere to it is that is that the right word feel it it, it just it
1: has that well, like lord not, of the rings not different on crack not different very similar to their other games in so much that i feel that this is an amalgamation oh word of the day of dark souls of bloodborne and of Sekiro. i mm. feel like they were just like ah Let's just combine it all into one happy, awesome game. And that's what it looks like. It looks like Bloodborne's enemies. A lot of the like the style of the enemies feel that way. Uh, a lot of the combat looks like uh, Sekiro. And the atmosphere looks like Dark Souls. I, I get like an amalgamation Bimes, yeah. of ah, all of those squi- <laughs> squishing together. And Jordan and I, we've discussed this game quite a bit. We, we love these games. We actually still need to finish.
0: Yeah, yeah, the the one that we were playing is on the project list.
1: Um, But it's it's actually very exciting because I feel as though it's taking the strengths of those games. I mean, look at these animations here on the on the on the bosses. Awesome. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Mm -hmm. And you were seeing what's cool is we just saw some of the spells from Dark Souls, that blue sword. I believe that's the great weapon spell. If you're a sorcerer. Um, and see, we're seeing like Sekiro style animations and sword play, right? Just previous. There's a lot of cool things, and I feel like they brought all the ideas and concepts together from three very fun games. And
0: there's there's uh, That looks good. like multiplayer.
1: It looks so good. Uh three very good games, and I feel as though it it's a formula for a win. Yeah. I mean Everybody gets excited for a Dark Souls games. Dark Souls game. It, it gets in our into for those of you that enjoy Dark Souls, it's always in the rotation of your gaming library. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. always doing another playthrough once a year, probably. That's how I feel is how this game works. And, and having a new one at our fingertips. With this one, also, it's showing a lot of story. And Dark Souls. And those games, like minus Sekiro, Sekiro had some... Yeah, Sekiro had
0: story yeah. kind of front and center. Yeah. yeah,
1: and that's... I mean, maybe they're pulling it from that, too. That's another way to pull it. But we're looking at a lot of story, whereas a lot of the Dark Souls lore and story, you get little hints of it, but a lot of it was in the weapon descriptions.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so it's... I don't know, I'm really, really excited for it. I know a lot of people are really excited for yeah. it. It's just another, it's another Dark Souls game. Called something else. And that's
0: exciting. Well, I think this is going to be their next, I mean, basically Dark Souls. Like, this is like, I think we're going to see multiple games within this I'll bring one, two, and three. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, Which is really cool. And one thing that stands out to me is, first of all, you have a mount now, which is awesome. Yeah. And the world seems much more open. And and you got to say this, you got to explain it weirdly. Because Dark Souls, I feel like, is a linear open world game. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, you can go from actually point A all the way to the end, like in one run through all these levels, because of the way the levels are designed. It, it's a very linear open world game, and this one looks like they're widening the scale. Like the zones look a lot wider, a lot more sprawling, which makes sense if you have a mount. You, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it, it's going to be interesting. A mount that can climb walls. Yeah, that can jump onto, and they just do such a good job. I'm going to go back of, and
1: pause that scene while you're talking,
0: sorry. They do such a good job of, from this is from software, of creating a world. Like, you want to know what's going on in this world, what the lore of this world is. They've done that with Dark Souls. Uh, they did it in Sekiro. I feel like Sekiro was maybe a little bit weaker than Dark Souls when it came to, like, like exploring the world, you know? But uh, they do but that a game, good...
1: that game gained strength in its story in storytelling. story,
0: yeah. See, that, that game was more focused on storytelling, right? But they do a good job of creating a world that you want to be in. I want a fantasy sh- world that you want to be I in.
1: I want to talk about this screenshot right here. What we're looking at is um our character, I assume it's our character going to make a jump and I assume we couldn't make this jump until we got the mount like in Zelda, you know, you couldn't mm. do things until you got the mount in Zelda and this is the jump so now you're going to be able to go into a new zone. That's what I feel like this is. But what's so great about Dark Souls games is everything you see you can go to mm-hmm. mm. it's it's and it doesn't seem like it when you're playing dart Souls and you're on the wall. Uh, is it the wall of Lothril? I don't know. Lothric. Lothric. That's it. The high wall of Lothric. And you can look down at villages at swamp and then a high castle in the background. And then you turn around and there's just a mountain range and there's a little place off in the distance. You can go anywhere. Everywhere you see is a zone that you play in. And I wanted to pause it on the screen because I assume right above me right here, we're going to go to the tree, (laughs) you know, and then there's a castle above us and then over to the right. And that's one of the the great things about Dark Souls games is how they make their maps open world linear, but they make them so pretty. And at any point in time in the game, you can look and just stop and enjoy Mm -hmm. the vistas. And know that you're going to be able to go there at some point in the game.
0: Well, and what I like from from software, the developer, and what they've done with their games, and it's basically started a whole new genre of games. Is they're not afraid to make a difficult game that doesn't tell you how to play. That encourage they're okay. Uh, let me explain this. They're not afraid to make a difficult game that forces you to figure out how to play. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's not. I mean, I don't know how this game will be, but if it's anything like Dark Souls and Sekiro. It, it doesn't hold your hand it says hey you know hey hey die crap happened to you hey you want to know how you want to know your tutorial in this game it's called death <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's <laughs> actually yeah, that death. is
0: that is yeah
1: well and these games are notorious for i know a lot of people that i've actually talked to say i don't want to play a game that's hard for the sake of being hard i disagree with that it's with this game not, yeah it's it's a game that skill checks you about every 3 hours Mm -hmm. Every three hours of gameplay, it says, are you good enough to proceed? If you can't beat this person, you are not. And so you have to practice. And then there's that reward of learning the, the boss fight animations, the enemy animations. And it's so satisfying to finally beat certain sections. It's not hard for the sake of being hard. It's it's difficult for the sake of improve self-improvement, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's like a book. Yeah, self-improvement <laughs> and becoming better yourself and succeeding at skill checks and being I did it. It really is, it
0: really is this this neural experience, this neural reward, this mental reward, mm-hmm. this similar to like accomplishing a goal. Setting something a hard challenge for yourself and accomplishing it like going to the top of Mount Everest or something. Yeah. Like that's kind of what this is equivalent to in gaming. And it's <laughs> sure, not, and it's well. not it's not frustrating like this game is broken, frustrating. It's 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 cha- it's a challenge. Yeah. And it's it's puzzle solving, it's figuring things out, it's even exploration. Dark Souls three, the dancer boss, that's my Everest. <laughs> That's a tough fight. That's my Really, yeah. But what a cool
1: boss. Yeah. Like
0: the animation of how the dancer moves. But see in in having that difficulty or that those skill checks and stuff uh, and this may be weird, but like it almost it 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 adds to the atmosphere when I go into a boss fight, I'm scared. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know, oh, it like does. it, it does. adds to that atmosphere of the game of that world building. You, you clench know? your like, butt when yeah, you walk it, through like that fog. I, I mean, after like a first death or two, you kind of get used to the fight and you you move on. But like that first time you walk into a boss or so you see something or something comes out of you or a new enemy, like you're you're scared. Like you know, it's it's it. I think it adds to that atmosphere of the difficulty. But very excited for this, and it's not that far away. January twenty was it twenty second or 29th? ninth. Uh, end of January in the twenties, yeah, not, not far away. I think it's going to be. I think going this final, not Final Fantasy, going this fantasy <laughs> route, I, I, I think widens the breadth. I think Sekiro widened it as well, widens your player base because it's it's an appealing samurai um, well, shinobi. Th- what is the? It's an appealing world. It's an appealing. Yeah, Sekiro
1: you know? was fantasy Japan. Yeah, which yeah. Was re- and this is
0: like high fantasy? Yeah. So anyways, it looks really good. Let's take a question from Marshall Rays who wrote in to submit a question. You can do so every single week over on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash X1Bros. Just head to the comments page. He says, did you guys watch the showcase extended? Xbox had their showcase extended on Thursday. What are your thoughts on what they showed Jordan, um, let's start with you. Showcase well, extended like, was Thursday for Xbox. To, to be thoughts? honest, it was basically reiterating what we had already seen. Uh, there, there's a few new, there's a few new tidbits and stuff that we got here and there, but a lot of it was kind of what we already knew. There, there, basically what it was is there was a little bit more clarity on certain features within trailers. Like for example, last week we were discussing Halo and we talked about, hey, you know, I think the grapple hook is going to be a um, like I, I thought it was going to be like a loadout type of thing, and Mark, you said it was going to be like a pickup. It yeah. uh, turns out that it's going to be a pickup. Uh, they're they're going to be weapon pickups, and that's how they're going to work. 1, <laughs> yeah. Jordan yeah. 0. So it, it was more of a, I, I mean, they didn't necessarily show anything new from what we saw at the showcase. A lot of it was just clarifying what we saw, if, if that makes any sense at Going all. A little bit deeper, providing context for. There you for go. That's, that's a good know. way. Providing context because they just had the developers on. Uh, Tim Schaefer talked a little bit about Psychonauts. They had the Halo oh, developers. He didn't just talk a little bit about Psychonauts.
1: I feel like you know those. You know when you watch a movie trailer, <laughs> and you you feel like you've seen the movie. <laughs> yeah. Tim Schaefer like. Gave us an entire play-by-play. He's by play. It's awesome. He's one of my favorite people, uh, besides Jack Black, and I believe they're good friends with each other. Um, no, like he he went through and did a whole play-by-play of like the entire story of that game, which is awesome. I guess you know. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, he gave. Uh, it was actually really funny. Talk about you know speaking a little bit about his game. <laughs> yeah. He's like, and this, then this is this, and then this and this. And it was a good like twenty minutes or so. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Of, I don't know if I need to play this game anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, it made me because I I didn't play the first Psycho Okay. Yeah. And it looks a little kitschy to me. Uh, what I, just what I see from the animations, the the humor, and so I wasn't. I'm not really super interested in it. But after watching that, it got me interested in it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. You know, he did a really good job. So the Halo guys were on, which they talked about m- multiplayer stuff, which is excited. I'm re- I am really excited for Halo. It's giving me a lot of Halo Three vibes. I everything they talked about multiplayer wise, they said the right things. I liked it. They said it's not they're not focused on microtransactions. All a lot of the cosmetics, are I mean I'm sure there's gonna be microtransactions, but they talked about um, cosmetics being in the game. Uh, Here's a question with with how su- a
1: subscription, you know, Game Pass is. Yep. Is there? I'm gonna ask you this, and you tell me. Yes, there is an ability to have microtransactions. Is there but is need? but is there a need for it when that game is what people are probably getting Game Pass for anyways?
0: Like a, like like multiplayer Halo Infinite. But in sure. Halo Infinite is free to play it for th- those that don't have Game Pass, right? So that's where you would So so the question is then and did they clarify this cuz I don't know on if you have Game Pass and you're playing Halo Infinite, do you get the battle pass for free? Uh, see, I, I assume you would purchase the Battle Pass. They didn't mention anything oh, yeah, about I, Battle Pass. I would assume. Okay. I would assume because they're going to have, at first, they're going to have minimal yeah. microtransactions. Yeah. And then uh, six months down time. the road, we'll see how it goes. But at first, they'll have very minimal but, microtransactions, and then you just purchase the Battle Pass. Well, to Spicy's point, that would be an, an, a case where they could use that to get more people into Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Look, it's free to play for you. But you have to pay for the battle pass like any other free to play game. But if you're on Game Pass, that battle pass is included. True,
1: but I feel as though the battle pass is like a premium service. No, but that, it that, is. Yeah, most definitely. So it's a, it's a pay for service. Yeah, on top of what you have in your hands already. Yeah. So I think I think the free version. I and I think that's really smart. And Fortnite when they came out with the whole formula genius, it changed everything. I think the free version is free. Who cares for people that are casual and don't care about battle passes? But as a premium service, look at the animations you can get. Look at the skins Mm -hmm. you can get. I feel as though that is a transaction that I'm okay willing to do. And I think that that
0: supersedes. Well, what's nice about battle Battle passes? What's nice about battle passes is one, you don't have to buy them, and yeah, well, you could and still enjoy the game perfectly fine. You can see because it's generally cosmetics in battle passes, right? Um, Unless it's uh, vigor, <laughs> when they actually
1: put blueprints in yeah, blueprints the battle and pass, yeah.
0: and then it causes a whole bunch of issues later. <laughs> then if you come into the game late, you are screwed and don't have a chance. Of getting you don't the have pass. and that <laughs> yeah. armor's oh, armor, armor. Armor's huge. Armor, armor is an, the an one extra thing. shot. It is. It's, it's an, an extra two shots or three shots in some cases.
1: One or two extra shots in any shooter. Is it's a deal changer. It's a game, it's a game it, changer. It, it, it really is. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> real? That's so
0: important. <laughs> now, well, what's nice about, like I said, what's nice about battle passes is you can see, oh, season one's battle pass was ebb, eh, but season two, I really like. It's more my style. You know what I mean? So you can pick and choose which ones you want to buy. Now, what Halo's doing, and I'm still torn. Like I see the arguments on both sides. I don't know. Well, look, before it, before you continue with Halo, can I just say for everybody in chat, we do have a poll up while we while we talk here. Mm-hmm. What are you more excited for? Halo Infinite or Forza Horizon 5? Leave your hit the hit the poll button it's up into the, the top tell okay. us tell us what you think and then uh, go ahead. So, so Halo Infinite, Halo Infinite with their battle passes, they're basically doing similar to what Vigor's doing with the legacy system. As they do their battle passes, you can say we're in season 5 and you just jumped into the game and you're like, "Holy crap, season 2's battle pass is really my style." You can I don't know if it's switch over. I, I assume it's switch over, right? You can switch over they to said, that battle pass. You can basically the word they you, used was choose. So it sounds like you have to choose, and then you might be stuck to one. Well, choose wisely. So choose wisely. well. What I what I think is going to happen, and people may disagree with me, but why? What I think is going to happen is you can choose which battle pass you want, but you will, regardless, have to pay for that battle pass. No, you do. Yeah. So, and I think. I think they're following a similar model that Vigor's doing where you do choose, but then you're simultaneously doing both battle passes. No, see, uh, I was under the impression you choose which one you want because you can always go back to whatever one. So, for example, let's say you're hardcore and this probably won't happen, but... Just for, you know, hypothetical what, sake. You're saying I'm not hardcore let's say, enough? Let's say you're super hardcore you don't, and you you, don't live hardcore. you you jump into Halo and you f- were, let's say we're a year down the road. We're on season five. You finish season five's battle pass in a, in, in a, in a month and you're like, well, what do I do now? Oh, let's jump into season three's battle pass because that one's cool. You then buy that one and then it kind of automatically switches to that one. Does that make sense? That's that's the vibe I get anyway. We'll have to see. Um, But see, the thing is, I'm torn on this. I think it's cool that you always have content to go for. I, I don't mind the treadmill of content or the ladder of content that you always have to go for. On the other side, I like that, hey, season two was amazing. Do you remember that level 50 item that was so awesome? Only like 40 people got it, you know like I like the rarity of items too. so it's I don't know, I'm torn. I, I really I have opinions on both sides of it, so I you know that's, well, it's it, it's hard. I get
1: I get that, but at the same time. If you're spending enough time to go back from three years ago in January to get that Battle Pass up to 50, wouldn't you think that that was still, it's you're still uh, okay, I mean,
0: yeah, I guess it's earnable, right? I, I mean, I just like the rarity of things, right? If, if the John Wick skin in Fortnite That's is true. always available, it's not rare. Well, they screwed you know what me I mean? over on that one. And and just for the record, it's completely. This is different. If they if they did like a, a you know they have the samurai skin that we showed in the trailer, and then they sell it in the store later. That's completely different. I don't like that at all. At least in the battle pass, even if you're switching back to battle pass, you know three or four or whatever, you still yep. have to earn it via gameplay. That I'm you know, I'm more okay with, right? So, but like I said, if something is a limited time or a limited season, it because it's limited, it's more rare. You know well, you know what I mean.
1: So a move like this then caters to your hardcore fans those that play your game a lot more than uh-huh. yeah, the no, majority of your, your I would community I agree with that so this is this is to placate those end game players yeah. that have nothing else to do they can always go back on a season maybe they they stopped playing because you know Elden Ring came out and then yeah. they had to play yeah. that for a month and a half and then they totally missed out on that season well this will placate those end game players that now touch upon that i can i'm actually Thinking that I'm a little bit
0: more okay with it, as long I don't still at the same time I get your perspective. Well, too. see, I feel the same way about it as I did with when Vigor did it. I I get the fact that well, Vigor's a little bit different because there's game changing things in the battle passes like armor, mm-hmm. y- you know. But uh, like I get the pers- like, hey, I finished season five, I missed season three, so I'm gonna go back and grind that out, and I like that you still have to actually try for it, you know. But I also like the aspect of that samurai skin in Season 2, level 50, was lit, and now no one else can get it, because well, it was limited, this, you know? This
1: definitely, though, If uh, me thinking about it, it definitely, you're going to have a lot of people drop off. Well, not a lot. I, I assume that this is how it works. There's always
0: going to be a, there's a turnover see, effect. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: There's, mm-hmm. they're going to see, right when people hit that 50 or 100, depending on the battle pass... Right when they hit that level, they drop off and don't play anymore. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: This is, I think, a move to keep players into your player base. Yeah, they're staying, it's going to be a lot less of a decline. So it'll keep your game relevant even after three weeks, four weeks, five weeks into the season. I feel like this, I mean, in that aspect, it is helping everyone because your game search times are shorter. Because there's more people playing your game because they're not losing players until next season when they jump back on to finish that battle pass. So I I see pros and cons of both. You know, I I've, do too, and that's why I'm kind of in the so middle. So I have right?
0: a problem with the legacy battle pass that Vigor is doing with a lot of question marks because we're eight seasons in, and now we're going back and doing it. What I like that Halo's doing is that if you start day one with this model, it's a complete—it's— It's, it's it doesn't feel like a bait and switch. Sure, mm-hmm. I and I can see that too.
1: I think Vigor is tr- doing that to try to fix. It's a band aid. It is to fix that they had items in the Battle Pass that are giving an, an edge to other players. Whereas seeing that before you even start, Halo is making it so they don't.
0: It's not an imbalance thing. <laughs> They're, it's crea- a choice. they're creating it's eternal. A choice. They're creating infinite content. Yeah, Halo yeah, Infinite. <laughs> hey! hey, Bazinga!
1: Uh, and that's that's actually having that perspective at season one versus season
0: eight. Yeah, is a it's a strong it's way a big to. Deal. Yeah, not, not only better. not only that, but Vigor's doing it to not just fix some issues that they had with with uh, key items in a game that you have to get in past battle passes. They're doing it as a way to to backfill. End game. There is no end game in Vigor. Once you build your shelter to a certain point, there's nothing to do. It's just play the game. Vigor has not done a good job of events like that. Halo's not going to suffer from that for a couple of reasons. You have a ranked mode. You have a ranked mode, number one. Which will, follow, mode you, which will follow your season. Will right? follow your season. They have season then events. Whatever their new war mode is going to be is going to be different as well. And so I don't feel like it's not It's not there to backfill like it, like like it is with vi- with a vigor. So mm-hmm. I, I actually like the move. I do think what they're doing. I think this alone. Let's say a campaign doesn't exist. Let's say even that the campaign sucks. Let's say the campaign doesn't. How dare you? Yeah. Let's say. <laughs>
1: Shut up! I'm going to mute his mic. Let's- He's going off the air.
0: Let's say that the campaign doesn't do what it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it that it matters. It's going to matter in the long run. Because I think what this does—how many Fortnite players have never played an arena multiplayer competitive shooter, skill-based like Halo? All of them. It just does. It just doesn't exist. Every single one of them. What Halo There's is no overlap in those circles. Yes. What Halo? What? What Halo is doing here? What Three Four Three is doing, and Microsoft with Halo Infinite multiplayer is. Really opening this up to a new generation of gamers to experience Halo. I'm telling you, this is going to be huge for streaming. It's going to be huge for the esports scene. Halo is going to be back as I do, a competitive I esports scene. I, I agree, and I I think so. And and look, we're just talking about the multiplayer aspect. We haven't even dove into the campaign. Yeah. So it just goes to show you how much content you're going to have on and both so sides. What, which is which yeah. Is and so amazing. that's why I think it's you smart, know. free to play. Let's open it up. Let's let's modernize this. Let's get it in. To a position that your modern shooter player expects, yeah. which is ultimately free to play. Yeah. I mean, even Warzone, Call of Duty is free to play. They are way. they are set up to have a lot of good content and a lot of content to drive and grind towards. Now, there's one more thing I want to mention about Halo before we move on, because I think it's I think it can be yep. I think it can be the best feature in the game. So, they're they're adding AIs voices, right? So, yeah, like, I like that. um, for example. You know the guy, basically, I, th- I in multiplayer, you know the guy, it's like the, you know, Kiltacular, all that stuff. Kiltacular. You can change that voice. You can have a different AI voice in your Based head. on your personality. Now, yeah. this is what I want. My own voice. I want. So you're saying I can get like Snoop Dogg to talk that, to me. That's what I'm saying. I want them to get Samuel L. Jackson, <laughs> like they do on, like they do on Alexa. Cool. I think they can do a lot with this. I want them to get Griff from Red versus Blue. Like I want all these. Vo- you know what I mean? You could do a lot with this announcer yeah. voices, or they call them AI voices. So I assume it's going to be announcer stuff. And it might and all not be that, the announcer voice. It just might be. Literally your AI. Well, no, I think I think it's gonna be the announcer of well your whatever your AI is. I don't know. It's gonna be voices in your head in multiplayer. Whatever. It's a cool customization. But I'm telling you, man, I think they should do Samuel Jackson. That's like that's Battle Pass level 50 right there. You know, Snoop Eh. Dogg. Snoop Dogg. That's season two
1: with his own take on words. You know, no, I if on that, my dizzle, that's four kills <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah four no, well, where four, I,
0: that's a four kizzle Where I started g- getting excited about it because I was like, that'd be awesome if they have like Samuel L. Jackson. Because I'm thinking of like the Alexa, right? And then I'm like, well, wait a minute, what if they have like the cast of Red versus Blue, like Griff, and you know what I mean, and all that? Like that would be that they would be can really do cool. a lot with this. That's pretty awesome. And yeah. I think I think what they should do because I actually always think these types of voices are hilarious. They should just have like a depressed voice. <laughs> Like a really like sad guy. Like the clear eyes guy.
1: Yeah, yeah, that guy, yeah.
0: Yeah, that'd be Or great. like
1: the big weird ball guy from uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> yeah. Just like some really depressed computer.
0: Yeah. Uh, I ge- anyway. I guess that I, was a good kill. I know it's not like, I know it's a, a little feature, but I think that feature, the developers and the community can have a lot of fun with. And what's nice about that feature is if you just want the classic, <laughs> if you want the classic feature or the classic voice, you can change it to it, right? It's just yeah. a fun thing you can do for the game. I hope they go crazy with it. Well, Sky's be- the oh, limit. And That's Microsoft. a
1: microtransaction I can get behind. Yeah. Dude, yeah. No, I'm yeah. going to be all about,
0: I'm going to be all about Pride Month. Because they'll have, <laughs> kill <kill-tacular. Yeah. laughs> <laughs> It would be awesome, dude. <laughs> oh, man, I'm so telling weird. you, I, they could do a lot of, a lot of cool stuff with those voices uh but anyway so getting back to marshall ray's question about the showcase uh what do we think of the showcase extended i i would like to to make this point in in talking with andrew and he he had mentioned that from a playstation perspective if you're not into game pass he was missing context it was just game after game and what playstation and admittedly so they they do really well is they 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 have this program that tells a story Jump into God of War, and you get 15 minutes of God of War, and then there's talking about it, and there's context. I actually think they should have included this showcase. Just ha- have it have a, have a four hour stream. Do the Justice uh, Justice League it. Sure. Justice League it with yeah, three do it hours. In, do it in parts. Do it in parts. Just, just part just one, so you can pause it. it. Yeah, just Justice League it. And only release it on HBO. Zack Snyder Justice League it no no but this that's I, gonna I will be a netflix series but i will say this added context and i'll give you I'll, I'll give you a part that i got really good vibes from from the showcase when they showed off some behind the scenes of hellblade 2 and it was it was the was it the crazy it was, it was basically be, like it was basically like a behind the scenes yeah it was this idea. feels though it gave you feels it was emotional it was hey we're going to iceland we're going to these nordic countries mm-hmm. we're taking all these screenshots and then it went and it showed them like the actress mm-hmm. being frame wired recorded yeah, and yeah, yeah. and the whole shot that that is presentation that was really cool i feel like they that really added context well, and i i th- oh, go for it i was going to say i think they're using that uh, what's the technology that Forza is using photo telemetry uh what do they call it it's it's actually like an industry it is called... I, I was saying it the other day. Dang it. I forget. Yeah. It too. starts with I, a G. Anyway, so basically the game's going to look really good. <laughs> yeah. 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 Rick Gaffney, Rick Gaffney leaves a super I'll... chat in in chat real quick. Thank you very much, Rick Gaffney. He says, no Halo release date. Does that worry you that it might slip into 2022? We'll get to that question in one second, Rick. Spicy, uh, you wanted to say something regarding context that I, I was saying there?
1: totally did. Yeah. And like an old man, I think I forgot what is there I was talking an Alzheimer's to say? moment. Yeah. It's okay, man.
0: And it was a probably really, hey, awful. It Had a long really day. yeah, it was really inspirational. I and I was probably gonna no, take I, I this. The- I think what you were gonna say is shut up, David. No,
1: well yes, <laughs> actually, thank you. You actually reminded yeah, me of There we go. See you back Jock your memory. <laughs> oh, no, I I actually think I like how it is. And if at all possible Because an hour and a half, the main show was an hour and a half. Yeah, about 90 minutes. And I talked about this last week. There was a time when I was like, oh my gosh, I'm overwhelmed a little bit because we've gone 35 minutes with no one talking. It's just been game. And I love that. I love that format. I love that way of... Cause I just want to see games. I just want to see games. That's why I like Nintendo so well. They're just game after game after game after yeah. game after yeah. game yeah. after game. And yeah, they, they go here's another game, boink, and they <laughs> yeah. snap their fingers, and voila, we have another game.
0: I really like that. Having a four hour yeah. <laughs> of well, no, let's be on. Let's be honest. Really. So, and I also like the Tim Schaefer. I think that that's pretty good presentation. I don't know if I'm saying I think that you should take one or two of those moments and. Add them into the main show mm-hmm. <laughs> because let's be honest, the Forza interview was that didn't add anything to it. Like they it just was, repeated it was the same thing. They repeated everything life. that we've already seen the mm-hmm. rest of the time and and some of the other stuff that was kind of was the controller labs. I don't need that in the well, in but there. See,
1: we're not we're not a live showcase right now. It is a video yeah, on that's demand. True. No, that's true. Anything that you see, you can bump, which I happen to do, at Ubisoft several times. <laughs> so you can just bump, 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 and then you're back. We're in a day and age where it's not about an actual live presentation anymore. It's a video on demand. This video wasn't live, that's even a good though point. they pro- even though it was showcase live, which turned out it wasn't so good because of YouTube's compression. Yeah, you gotta and, watch it afterwards. Yeah, it, it made it so a lot of the visual, you know, fidelity. excitement and, so, and yeah. fidelity was not a, a, up to par as it should have been. Where I watched it later, and it was beautiful. Yeah. It was actually yeah.
0: crisp clean. Yeah, the VOD was much and in then 4K.
1: we're in a day and age where it's all about VODs. I think if they were to start talking, I'm tempted to skip ahead to, head to the next game anyway. <laughs> well,
0: but you gotta do it right. So for I guess what I'm saying about the extended showcase is... I think Tim Schaefer was done right. Did you skip Tim Schaefer? No, no, he watched the whole. Yeah, thing. So no, I watched, watched the whole thing. One, yeah, yeah, but this, is, also this think is different. This is not the main presentation. No, 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 no. The I agree. Extended yeah. show. The, the extended showcase. Also, the 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 Hellblade presentation. <laughs> David was really good. I'm just saying. I think that you could have taken that Hellblade presentation and put it in. But you'd have to bump something else. And I would have bumped. I'll tell you what I would have bumped.
1: No, but you can't <laughs> bump the indie games and stuff like that. No, no, I would have. That's half your bread and butter.
0: I would not have bumped the indie games. What would you have bumped? I would have I would have went. This is what I would have done. I would have sandwiched it in between Halo Infinite, it, Hellblade, right there with because you got to see some cool stuff. You gotta learn some stuff, and then Forza Horizon. I right loved. there, right in the
1: middle. Mm, but see, here's the deal. Halo, the the one that immediately preceded or was after the one immediately after Halo was Diablo and I thought that trailer was fantastic it kept the momentum going
0: that's that you want to know what I would have done that's what I would have done I would have got rid of I would have been only Xbox games I would have got rid of any non any third party game but I was excited about Diablo (laughs) let Blizzard stop Blizzard needs to stop piggybacking off of other people's (laughs) conferences hold your own damn conference at E3 Blizzard
1: well, they, I mean, they kind of do. Yeah. They have, well, they are—they were, like, they were a huge, when we went, Overwatch was a big player there. Oh, yeah, Overwatch, Overwatch player was a there. huge, yeah. It was a big player. That's I true. mean, they
0: had, but that's that's where we got in trouble for taking pictures. <laughs> that's right, I got yelled at there. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, great question, Marshall Race. Thank you very much for writing in. Overall, I think we all agree. The extended showcase just gave us more. No, it was, uh, the, the best word for it, I think, is just more clarity on the trailers that we saw. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I want to re-
1: reiterate that I think... Having a secondary showcase several days later to clarify things and to talk it out for several hours in a video on demand format, I think I'm okay with. Well, I, agree. I almost
0: I wonder if they did that on purpose to see what fans were asking and saying, and they're like, okay, yeah. add this. It's no, I, totally. It, okay. Yeah. I think it was clearly pre, it was way pre recorded though. Yeah. I think it was. Oh, I mean, Xbox has... on. You remember
1: Rainbow Sixes? Uh, yeah. th- uh, their whole like when they were launching their game. The whole oh he's behind the wall over here. Oh,
0: yeah, well, yeah. we better team up. <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> better. <laughs> you, well, notice you, nobody, even- you notice nobody does scripted gameplay anymore? Do you think oh, uh, well, go watch Ubisoft's conference? <laughs> <laughs> well no no, that's what I'm saying. Do you think it's easier nowadays to record gameplay you want? Because I remember oh, yeah. when like Peter Moore was in charge. Uh, like uh, there's a story about like some guy was lying underneath the stage, looking up at a screen playing a demo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there was the one where like Steve Ballmer threw the controller because he got mad, and Peter Moore was like, "Hey man, you can't do that." Like it was this whole <laughs> thing, like yeah, it was like yeah, yeah. it was it's a different I mean. time. It was <laughs> yeah, it was, class. yeah. Like back back then, they played. Uh, it was pure. Uh We did have our poll drop in chat. We I do think the big two games was is Halo Infinite, Forza Horizon, probably at the Xbox showcase. Yeah. We asked, what are you more excited for, Halo Infinite or Forza Horizon 5? 85% of people in chat said Halo Infinite, 15% said Forza Horizon. I think the reason is, is because we've had a Forza in recent days. I think Halo is, everybody's waiting for the new Halo. Yeah, Halo is a once, it's like a Zelda. Spicy, you wanted to say something?
1: No, I was going to say, that Forza gameplay was totally scripted.
0: Oh yeah, no, you know, is yeah.
1: you saying the scripted doesn't exist go anymore? Su- no, no, but it's I'm talking. Microsoft, Microsoft, no, what I'm talking
0: about is the fake plane on stage. Uh, oh, hey, yeah.
1: let's team up and go over <laughs> here, Sally. Okay, let's do it. Microsoft totally would have done that <laughs> if it was live
0: on a stage. <laughs> well, but, but no, that, do you? do think, you think th- last, this, last this is, this is what E3, I wonder. Though. This is what I wonder. There, so there I wonder. was no last E3. No, no. So but, do you remember? Do you remember the last Forza demo at the E3 where the like the guy did the flip and stuff? This is what I wonder because. Like yes, they're there on stage, but nowadays are they are they actually playing? I would like to know this because you we've heard the stories about like like I said like when Peter Moore was in charge like there was the guy like laying under the stage playing the game looking up at a screen trying to get it all just right you know like I I think they're playing because if it would be too easy for gaming nerds to go back frame by frame. Analyze hand movements. Yeah, but they and never. If you got discovered, if you, noticed, you were faking. If you notice, they never show it at the same time. <laughs> they always. And then when they do show the player playing, they show it like from a low view so you can see the big screen in the background and they're like, yeah. How much pressure is on that guy, the live guy playing? Dude, that's a, those guys I were would champions. Rather, I would rather come out and talk. Then stand there on stage, playing, having to hit something that you've done a million times, but now you gotta do it in no. front of. all you gotta do is add a cuss word in there,
1: and everybody will be like, "Okay, yeah, this guy's no, no. a real yeah, Sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Maybe <laughs> throw well, a controller. That's is what a I'm good saying. Thing.
0: Like back back in the Peter Moore days, right? You know, when like that guy laying under the stage. You know, for six months, that's all he did to nail that one moment. Yeah, you're probably you're probably correct. You know what I mean, that's what I'm saying. Uh, Rick Gaffney, let's get to his question. No H- a true champion. It was different days, different times. Rick Gaffney oh, wow, with West. the super chat. No Halo release date. Does that worry you that Must it might have been slip before into 20? 20... Jordan. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> was... No, David, this is how it feels when we talk over Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, That's true. Sorry. Uh, let, me, let me apologize to you now, Jordan. I'm sorry. I, I had no idea we were doesn't, doing that. Uh, doesn't here. feel good. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, Rick Gaffney, no Halo release date. Does that worry you that it might slip into 2020? This is what we discussed last week. I don't think so. I think they're leaving it open to for marketing purposes to to yeah, nail it. a date to line up there's probably some brand deals we have heard you know there's a lot of hints there with Nintendo Master Chief there so something's in the works there there might be maybe there's an acquisition coming the Sega's been rumored for a long time so there's there's different things that you're trying to line up from a marketing standpoint I'm sure they're just waiting for something to drop I don't think it has anything to do with gameplay mm-hmm. not being ready and, I, I th- And okay. it's another hype reminder yeah. It is another hype reminder So ended.
1: in like October, it's a perfect time to say Hey, don't yeah. forget about us We got the official
0: release date everybody Woo! Woo! I think what they're going to do This is just my thoughts I think they're going to wait to release it After Call of Duty and after the new Battlefield So Battlefield's coming out October 22nd And you know you're going to get a Call of Duty Probably in November I think we're going to see Halo Infinite The first week or two Roughly the second week of December. Reason being is because I think the last game, triple A game that comes out, is gonna be the one with the most hype, right? Well once once a game comes out, like it loses all that what press, if they right? Did so, you're saying right a lot. The twenty second
1: of December. Now hear me out. One, two, 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 one. Yes. That's a great date. <laughs> I-
0: I don't know what you just said. Say that again. Like no, you, you well, they did it on mind. December
1: 22nd. You know how like, you know, 11, 11, 22, and they do like 11, 11, 11. This is one two 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 one.
0: That's So cool. it's like that. It's yeah. like, what does that stand for in Morse code?
1: It's a re- irreversible <laughs> date. <laughs> you can put it backwards, forwards. It's a perfect way to re- unveil... Or to really say, no, I, it's a, they look for those dates. They really do.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know if I, yeah, wasn't I, wasn't Skyrim 11, 11, 11? Yeah, it was. And Starfield is 12, 11, or no, 11, 11, 22. 12? 22? Yeah, so they just so like, the one,
1: two, 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 one. It's irreversible. It is. Is it still, is that still hard for you to, I'll write it down on a piece no, of got paper. It. No, I got it. <laughs> one, two, I got it, 12, two, 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 one. Now look at that!
0: Day. I don't think they're gonna. I think it's cool, but I don't think they're gonna do that. Oh,
1: maybe I'm dyslexic
0: because it's way too late. It's not irreversible. No, it is irreversible. I did it right. <laughs> it's way too late for yeah, that. That's too close to Christmas. Yeah. No, I think it's gonna be at the latest. But I think you can it'll pre-order. Be a, yeah, you could. <laughs> you can pre-order it. I think it's gonna be the second week of December. I think they're gonna come out after Call of Duty and after Battlefield because then holiday season, all eyes are focused on them. Yeah, I think you're right. I think, you you, know what I I mean? think you're you correct.
1: I'm yeah. going to go for one 2 2 two, <laughs> 2 one That's my official vote. Something Perhaps. should release that day. I don't care what it is. Anybody releasing anything out there, release it that
0: day. Pay me rolls, geez. Uh Brian F. writes in <laughs> and, s- <laughs> and says, There is no denying that Game Pass is the best <laughs> value in gaming. That said, do you believe it's too good? Do you think there is a chance, a good chance that a year from now, the price of the service will increase? And what do you believe the effects of that would be on the consumer and their image of Microsoft? Jordan, Well, is it too good? Will the price increase and will that hurt? Um, look what happened when the price or the whole fiasco with the Xbox Live Gold, they just, they'll change it back. Yeah. We'll oh, all get mad. Push back. <laughs> yeah. We'll all get mad and they'll move it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean the price may eventually go up. I don't think we'll see it go up for a while. Um, I think if they add a I think if they raise the price, they'll add something into it. For example, there's game right now there's game pass and game pass ultimate, which game pass ultimate is a higher price, but it's a much better deal, I guess. I be believe word. that's the correct word. yeah. so i I think if they raise the price, it would be because they have like a new plan. maybe I see I don't know. I don't see them raising the price anytime soon. i I think. I think you keep the momentum going for the next couple of years. Yeah, I don't see them raising the price anytime soon either. Especially because of we, what just happened with the gold stuff. Well I, we I, also don't know. we also don't know. The assumption is that the the pricing model long term they're losing money. We don't we don't know. We don't know what's involved on the back end with deals, what does it cost to get third party maybe it doesn't cost anything. Maybe the benefit in a few years if you have enough players, games wanna be on your game pass yeah. because it benefits them. They make they end up making more money because of that, so I we don't we don't know what it looks like we don't know what they've modeled out. We're, this is assuming that they're losing money. I mean, which I think is a safe assumption, but it's but it's assuming that that, see, know, that the though. trajectory that you lose just because you're losing money at at 23 million subscribers, are you losing money at a hundred million subscribers? But see, I I I I'm skeptical to say they're losing money on Game Pass. Yeah, we don't because uh, what is Game Pass a month? Just your standard Game Pass. What is it? Nine ninety nine. Nine ninety nine. So let's just say let's let's forget about Game Pass Ultimate. And just let's just pretend there's just Game Pass at nine ninety nine. Nine ninety nine times eighteen million. Yeah, I'm, but it's more than that because w- they came out with their stats, which was something that's really interesting. Where they find that people are playing more games longer. They're yeah. playing more sh- different genres. No, no, no on I Game know. Pass, but, and they're spending more money. But didn't they t- say they had eighteen million Game Pass subscribers? I think so we're at 23 now. I think you guys today. are
1: arguing the same point. <laughs> I'm pretty
0: sure. Because I'm mean. just I'm just thinking back to like the World of Warcraft days when they used to announce their subscribers. And they're like, hey, yeah. we're at 10 million. You're like, okay. 10 million times 15 a month. You're like, holy shit. Yeah. You it's know a what I mean? So I mean, a month. I think it's, I think the fact that it's a monthly price or a monthly cost that they're may, I think they're making money on it. And I think they're making a lot of money on it. <laughs> Don't forget the. The
1: PC console—they're spending a hundred and twenty dollars on Windows, <laughs> <laughs> so they have a lot of money.
0: <laughs> uh, you know? Did you just hear the rumors about Windows 11 coming out and all that stuff? Going I saw. On? I the only thing I saw was on a YouTube video popped in my thing, and yeah. the headline was "Windows 11, it sucks." <laughs> uh,
1: no, I mean I think a lot of people forget that Microsoft has several consoles in. They have the PC because yeah. it's their software that you buy when you, True, you know, I think
0: people forget I that think we, Microsoft owns the world, windows. Yeah. <laughs> I think we don't know enough to be, to be frank. Well, that's clear. I think that it is safe to assume that Game Pass standalone is probably losing money for See, them. I didn't no, see. I don't think but it's then safe again, to not assume, but Because just, we know I they know. lose money on consoles when you're making when you're building consoles at the beginning of the generation particularly, you're losing money anyways on software are you losing money? I think, yeah. well yeah. so keep in mind that their overhead doesn't
1: include hard copies of games anymore. Yeah. This is this is all a digital space.
0: Yeah. The upfront cost of servers probably costs a lot, but once they're set up, they're set up. But they own them.
1: Yeah, and, yeah. They charge, uh, and they just as charge, and they just charge
0: everyone else more to pay for it.
1: And for granted, there's a whole bunch of licensing costs and stuff like that, yeah. but that is offset, I believe, f- with l- millions of dollars from uh, the 18 million or is it 23 million? I 23 think million, no, 23 million. No. 23 so million
0: subscribers, nine ninety nine, and that's just the base plan times 20 million is 199 million per month. Yeah yeah the question so let's is how Fortnite by, dollars Let's times that by 12 it's My my phone can't even calculate that's, it Yeah that's a billion It says E9 billion. at the end E9 <laughs> I hate it I hate it when I got a number that had an E on it
1: cuz it blows my brain
0: Whenever So you multiply too much No but you can see you can see it's all about scalability and so I'm not sure I'm not sure that at a certain point price needs to no, price needs to increase They they there's just too many variables here to to no, really uh, know for sure. How do
1: developers... This is me being very ignorant of how things are working. Just so you know, I'm just going to... I'm okay. I'm comfortable with who I am. How do developers clock their returns, and how do they get paid? Well,
0: I think... Is it like I I think think it came time per played? I think it came out like if someone plays your... I don't know if it's time per played or download. Or how, like, the more people play your game you get a percentage of that or something so is it, it, it like a, a, is i think it it's like a percentage based uh, apple music con- like for instance spicy Hello. makes a makes a killer drum album Hello. it's coming it's coming <laughs> It's so coming, cool. everybody for streaming phil collins was awesome no way and you're getting paid per stream you it's free for you to put up there you're getting paid every time it streams and it's it's interesting. I don't know I don't know that part. I think I think it's a combination because they're obviously making money off of in-game purchases and DLC cuz that's never that's never free. Plus or, when it does remove when it does get removed from Game Pass or while it's in Game Pass, you get a discount on on the price of it, so they're counting on getting a boost in sales. I don't know. we we'll really see. Know. Yeah, I don't know exactly how the developers make money. If it's if it's like a Netflix contract where Microsoft says, "Hey, if you put Red yeah, Dead Redemption does, on, we'll, we'll play we'll so pay Netflix you." Netflix buys it's a contract, yeah, right? We we'll, we pay you X amount for X amount of months. Oh, but that's different content. That's yeah. past. I see, and I think that's why you're not buying from the the Dave Chappelle special on Netflix. You're not then b- turning around and buying DLC for that. Like you are. For, from a publisher, from a video game publisher. There's more... Ways to make money. Like, if we were starting our game... if Let's say we let's say we had an X1 Bros game right now. We would want that on Game Pass because it would expose us to... It helps with the marketing. We love being exposed. We love yeah. being exposed. It would just expose us, and that's what we want. No, but I, I really think... Look, I don't know for sure. I don't know Xbox numbers or anything like this, but I, I don't think Game Pass is losing money. I would say probably at this point it probably is, but I think... But their business model is going to be spelled out. And is there a point that it does? What What is that point? What is the number? Is it fifty million? Is it a hundred million? What What? How What's the traffic point that you need? So you think Game Pass is losing money? I think right now, yeah. I think because you're gotta you've got to build an audience to. So for instance, let's say, let's say they had 500 million people in Game Pass. Just this astronomical Holy number, right? Shnikes. If they had 500 million monthly subscribers. Can you do
1: 10, like 100 million so it's easier okay. for me to multiply? Okay, let's do
0: 100 million. <laughs> if they had 100 million subscribers, let's say they get to that. All of a sudden, they don't have to pay game developers. Resident. They don't have to pay Resident Evil to come to you. They just say, Resident Evil, you want to be on Game Pass? <laughs> Hell yeah, I do. Because you're exposing me to 100 million, m- million people. I'm a yeah, but see, what, what gets me is the monthly payment. Like you're, we just, I, at they're the lo- still paying the developer. But at I think the, that at you the have lowest leverage. at the lowest price, which we know not everybody has the lowest price. Some people are paying higher, some people are paying lower. At the lowest price in a year, you're making over a billion dollars.
1: I yeah, mean, but it's but still that, there's infrastructure a cost, there's employee costs, there's <laughs> then, developer that, I costs. I don't, I don't. There's I don't, all, I all I kinds just, of costs there.
0: I think it's, I think it's similar to to <laughs> to like World of Warcraft with their subscription numbers. They take that money, and yes, some of it goes to infrastructure and upgrades and all that stuff. And the yacht, and the yacht, and all that stuff. But Tax I think write-offs. I, I think, no, I, I think New they're making phones, money off it. Company you know, retreat retreats. I, I do, I do. I'm saying it. I think Trainings, they make money off it. Lunches, brunches. Car wraps? <laughs> Car, Car wraps. wraps.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: uh. you know. Well, short answer, Brian F., great question. Short answer, we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> answer, we have
1: no we idea. We have no and idea. So
0: I just exposed myself with my ignorance not yeah. knowing how Game Pass even works. Chris BD writes in and says, It seems you all have argued that Flight Simulator could, have, could move consoles, but wouldn't it still be a niche game since besides it being a beautiful game to fly around, there's no story. I plan on downloading it, but I don't anticipate it playing it for more than a day. So I, I think I'm the most outspoken on the fact that I think that it's it's going to be a huge game that really sets apart Xbox. And you've got to think of it. I agree with you. There really is nothing to do except fly around. But in doing that. You'll be that, very surprised at how fun it is. Yeah. I I, I think that you could think of, of Flight Simulator as a sandbox legacy of thieves. Sea of Thieves, the funnest thing is to get in there and explore the world. Go around with your friends. That's not for everybody, but it's it's a ton of fun. The same thing, if you notice in the flight simulator for Series X, what they showed off, which they didn't show off a lot on the PC release, was flying around with friends, multiple planes, stunt planes, old planes. Maverick. Maverick. (laughs) And exploring with your friends. Top Gun. And that, it's a very sandbox game. And that I think you're going to expose... To, I think what made it niche was what you were required to have, and only your diehard fans are going to invest in the kind of rig you need to. Which they really still en- can to really enjoy the game. Now you have it on a console and streaming cloud, mm-hmm. where you open it up to to so many more people who have never experienced it before. I mean, I think it'll have its hardcore. It's it's hardcore niche crowd. You know, people do that fifteen-hour flights. Oh yeah, well I did. I would I once I learned how to turn on autopilot I would do my five hour flights, which by the way Salt Lake to St George in a slow plane
1: difficult to figure out the autopilot. (laughs) Every plane is
0: different. Oh yeah, you have to learn each autopilot. And then because it's a simulator, I will be honest. I did go into my settings and turn my fuel off because that was hard. There was a couple times where I think I was flying wrong and I ran out of fuel before I got to my destination
1: because you can't just. Yeah. your I mean, we learned all about this. Me and Jordan actually had full on discussions. I
0: think I'm halfway trained you to were be looking a red, at pilot manual. I think I'm halfway trained to be a legit pilot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it really is true. Like I, I when, when I played that and went on flights and stuff after I'm like, Ooh, this pilot's not bad. You know, that was, that was a good landing. Yeah, you're nice. like, hey,
0: you know, or the other one, oh, man, he should play flight simulator,
1: <laughs> <laughs> which I think a lot of pilots actually play flight simulator, which are funny according to the comments I see on YouTube videos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're all pros. Um, no, here's the, here's my take. So true, you're going to get into a plane, you're going to fly, and you're going to think this is great, and then you're going to leave it for a day or two, but in about a week, you're going to realize hey, I wanted to go to Paris. Yeah. And you're going to hop on Paris and you're like, oh, this is great. And then the rabbit hole starts. Yeah. And then you start Google searching cool places to visit. Chernobyl. <laughs> I've been to Chernobyl. It's actually surprisingly very green. It is right now with a couple of buildings over, you know, over there and Actually uranium in the soil is very nutritious. I I wouldn't (laughs) say that was my favorite place to visit. I went and flown But you can target mark it off the list. Yeah. I flew down the Nile in Egypt because I thought that was great. And then I did it at night, and it's way cooler at night because you can see all the lights from the cities along the river. And then you go down the rabbit hole of you realize that you can actually put in GPS coordinates from Google Maps and put them into the map mm-hmm. and you can set your flight plan flight your flight, flight. plan your flight plate yeah it's late i've had a long day <laughs> your flight plans into that and then you start google searching the coolest places to visit in the world and then you go down this rabbit hole and you put them in and they are amazing mm-hmm, yeah and you build the game just like david said it's a sea of thieves thing but by yourself you're building the game and seeing some spectacular yeah. places in the world. Yes, it's in a game, but have you seen how
0: good this game it looks? Does. <laughs> well, and that's that's kind of where you create your own stories. Because then after that, you think to yourself, "Hey, do you think I can thread the needle through the Golden Gate Bridge?" Yes,
1: <laughs> yes, and upside down, and you start.
0: And then and then you get your friends. Hey guys, let's go do it. And they're flying around yeah. watching you. You're which, taking turns, which the the Xbox showcase
1: showed how many like the multiplayer oh, aspect tons, yeah. of
0: it. Well, I think this game, I, I think it's gonna have its its hardcore audience that'll play it and buy the rigs. I mean, I'm buying that new yoke that's coming Did out. Did you see that spicy? Yeah. Did you for see the that? Xbox? Yeah. Oh, They're but there's a like, like, turtle beach. <laughs> your, yeah, your yoke. It's 350 bucks. We're getting it. Oh my god, we're getting gosh. three of them. <laughs> <laughs> three of them, baby, right here. It's like digital. It's got like all your not your nozzles. Your n- <laughs> It's called noozles. Your noozles. Oh, your noozles. All all right, all right, you, your noozles. <laughs> you can go boop
1: boop. <laughs> boop. Okay, guys, all I your gotta go. Noozles ch- on the. And then on the
0: other side, d- uh, are there pedals for the rudders on it? I think so. I think they came with yeah, pedals. That's actually yeah. pretty important, guys. Yeah. We've got to get that. Okay, guys, so, here we go. You're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> because what makes it is your the pullback. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I feel like I said, I think there's going to be that niche crowd, but what I think this game is going to do, I think it's going to be a hidden gem for a lot of people, and I think it's going to be a lot of game When people are, are waiting for new games to come out or getting burnt out of other games, I think this is the game they're going go to get. cleanser. Yeah. No, I, I really do. I, I really think it is, because you can do everything that you guys were mentioning, and it's just... You don't realize how fun just flying around is well, and trying to land in your neighborhood.
1: And, well, and they have these challenges in the game to land at the most crappy They're airports tough, in the yeah. world. Yeah, and I don't know are, why you'd put
0: an airport there. He and
1: Jordan spent how many hours on that one? Was it somewhere in, like, Guatemala? I don't even remember where it was, yeah, where it, it was has the tough. hard turn to the left yeah, and, and the then a short and runway. And yeah. Oh my
0: gosh, we have killed a lot of people. <laughs> well, and then what's cool about it is it puts you on the leaderboard so you can see, oh, I'm better than you guys, you know, and it, so it's like the crew, hey, you know what I mean? It. Everybody's trying to, you know, it's up right now on the, on the getting there. My, my favorite planes to fly are the Lear jets, like the private Lear jets. They're cool, well, yeah, because and you get that sound. That
1: it's ee- a ee- well, <laughs> once you try to fly over the Rockies in a Cessna. You never try that again. You know why those little crappy planes always crash. (laughs) Yes. That thing, you're redlining that thing, and you're like, oh my gosh, I had to like slowly run, tilt my plane to the side, land, and drive around the mountain to go around. Then
0: you try to do tricks in the Boeing and that you realize that's not what that plane was designed for. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that thing that's that that thing's that's a big that thing yeah, could yeah, crash. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. Chris Crispy D, you might you might be right. Maybe it remains niche. I just think I think the reason it it stayed niche is because of what was involved to get it. Well, and what's what's cool about and what And I think you're just opening it up to more people and it's a, it's a, essentially it's a sandbox. It's Forza what Forza Horizon is for cars. This is for planes yeah. times a million well, because the, you have the whole world.
1: The reason it's times a million is you can't get it anywhere else. You can't yeah. get it anywhere. There's well, no this, competition. There's nothing like this game out
0: there. See, and what's really cool about this game, too, is they are coming out with updates. I think their latest one is they... they so basically, the whole world is, is on, the, on, the, on the map. There's some places that are more detailed than others because, obviously, they can't go through and detail the whole world because it's hard. But what they do is they've been coming out with updates every month that... They pick a part of the world and they go in and they specifically detail it to be like high, you know, like it's fully, you know, fully there. And they just recently did, I think it was like Tokyo. They did London was one of their first ones. So every time they come out with like a new area that they've updated, it's going to be fun to go back and fly that area.
1: The only place that sucked that I went to is the Great Wall of China because the algorithm thought that they were buildings instead of a
0: wall. That was
1: the only place that sucked. But it was still pretty because, you know... Rolling Mountain. That's a patch. They've probably patched yeah, They patched it, I'm just sure. Uh, we had a question in chat from Rose City Gamer. What's the download size? So
0: they. <laughs> Ongoing. So yeah, on PC, <laughs> on PC, it's huge. However, it did drop a few weeks ago. And I th- want to say you can search for it. The Xbox Series X. I want to say it's like 82 gigs. I guarantee you're going to need an online connection for it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, just the way. Just the way it works, I, and I don't think they're going to give you the option of, "Hey, if you have data caps, turn this off." <laughs> so it's, well, they'll give you the
1: warning. So yeah, be like uh, if you play this game, you're yeah, because they, they have fire. a. I
0: think there, I think a lot of that stuff's probably going to be defaulted on because they have basically it streams the world into your game, and if you have data caps, that'll well, ooh. yeah,
1: and it actually. This is actually really cool. They actually have current flights going on yeah. at the time of you flying. It's cool. So if you turn all that on, you have to work with the air traffic controller to try to land at the right time in between flights that are actually existing at the time of you playing it. Yeah. Which probably after 2020 isn't that much. Right?
0: <laughs> Chris BD, hey, thank you for the question. Appreciate yeah. it. Guys, I jumped into Forza Horizon 4. Jordan, I think you did as yeah, well. Yeah, and so did Mark. Because of Forza Horizon 5. I played
1: Forza Horizon 4 this week.
0: We Solid actually thought game. Mark it's was a great a super formula. low level.
1: Get, can I tell you yeah, something? Yeah. Funny? Yeah. All right, everybody. I am losing my memory. It's a sad <laughs> thing. Whatever. I, I forget so many things. I forgot that I played this game as much as I did. It felt like a new game to me. I played it, what, like a year ago? I have a star by my name, and it says four. And when I hopped on with uh, our barber and Jordan, they're like, oh, my gosh, you really never played this game? Because it said a level four, and Jordan was in the thirties, and Blake was in. But
0: you didn't realize it was a star.
1: I prestiged you this prestige mofo, that baby. And I, I was like, "Are you sure?" Because I'm looking at everything's triple starred, everything's golden. Every I've done everything in this game, and I had I can't I can hardly remember playing this game. <laughs> Spicy. So it felt like a new game to me.
0: Spicy, so I wow. Well, Isn't no, it sad? was uh, it was impressive though. It was you, David. You're... Oh yeah, it was you, David. You that see, got I mean, us back in. I it. almost bought a castle while I was there. <laughs> nice. No, <yeah, laughs> it was you that got million us. Million credits. It was you that got us back into it because you were playing it this last Tuesday and like you were super excited about five. It just it got us going. We're like, yeah, we want to drive too. Yeah, yeah. it's it's it is it is fun. I'll tell you what, it's just a great formula. It is an oh, it's a sandbox racing game with a lot of collector stuff, and. Oh. A lot of collector stuff. It's I think it
1: like it's ninety percent of collectors in every game ever. Ninety <laughs> yeah. percent of collecting ever. Yeah, it's, there's
0: a lot of stuff in this game. It's a lot of fun. So I'm happy. I'm happy to jump into it. How that. far
1: did you get in it, David? What's I want to compare my score to yours because I know you were really into it. Yeah, I mean you
0: got to you've got to remember when we were on Mixer and I was that was Forza Horizon Four was the time where I was streaming every single day, and it was Forza. So I was what's streaming. your score? I don't know. I've got to I've You got have to look. I've I want to, to see look. where yeah. I compare. I want to see how much of a life I had. I'm not sure. At the time I'm not I sure that out. I've prestiged as much, but I do have like I I was cuz I wasn't going for 3 stars. I just wanted to complete I go complete everything and then I remember I jumped into the expansions too to complete those. So I don't yeah. know. Because yeah, you, I'll you have were to you were playing Fortuna Fortune Island the other day, weren't you? We are in the top 1% as a club. I'll tell you what. That, I think, was the thing that left the biggest bad taste in, in my mouth. Yeah, clubs. Was clubs because we... They, they tried to make clubs seamless. We Well, they just took away the things that made clubs valuable. That's so in Forza true. Horizon 3, when you were in a club, you could see who was the top in your club for that week, that day, who's playing, who's not. And that really helps drive your club. The problem is, is Xbox One came out with clubs for all games, and they tried to implement it to that, and it took away a lot of those features. I'm hoping with the Series X with Forza Horizon Five, that comes back and comes back in a big way because so that you can have fun with your club and do do things. We're watching gameplay right yeah. now. Yeah, right. This is the this is the scripted one, and here's why it's scripted because right, he's full speed. what is he 132 miles an hour? He's driving down the road in the middle of the Mexican desert. Going past semis and right, wait for it, right there. Like that, right there. Right there, right there. Like he's miss, Look like right there, and the cars are coming the opposite direction of him. Oh, yeah. That's scripted. <laughs> that's not real gameplay. That's scripted. <laughs> There's crashes. That's yeah, that's scripted. That, that, uh, <laughs> yeah, look at right through both of them. Look, they tell him, don't crash. Hey, he's, guys, not, guys he's, don't. Not, he's not hit anyone's paint. Uh, he's, well, he's really good actually like, at controlling it. It's
1: one of the prettiest games I've ever it seen really is. in my, good. It looks my so life. No, I think good.
0: no, I think you're right, David. The, the, I don't know. I mean, I know why, but I also don't know why. And then also, I remember, know why they did that club stuff, but I think it's foolish to take your the player out of well, your game to a secondary screen. It's not just that. If you remember, your influence that you earn as you play games and do matches and do races. Depending on how much you watched Mixer. Yeah, was tied to Mixer, and that broke it. That broke. <laughs> yeah, it did, yeah. Uh, that broke. Not, It was a great concept because it was like, okay, hey, we can really get this up. More people will be watching it. You get it for both watching Mixer and playing Mixer, but it broke the Forza streaming channel <laughs> because well, it was Mixer's fault. They should have said 24-hour streams going to 24-hour channel. All Forza was was 24-hour streams, and so you couldn't. Yeah, that, that was actually really funny because... And it only took like two weeks for it to break. They, they came out with this thing, and then people did the 24-hour stream, and then Mixer got mad for like... It was it was yeah. actually this whole thing like, you got mad at us for letting us do it. I, I'm confused. You're, yeah, you're That's the, like me getting mad at my kid really, for giving him too much chocolate. It really <laughs> took away at the time because when you're in this live at the time, it's like this frustrating thing. But going back and that's all over with, it's Forza Horizon 4 again it's a really good game maybe maybe that's why they got rid of Mixer guys how do we, uh, how, guys, do we, we how, do, how do we fix Clubs in 4 Horizon 4 <laughs> that whole, the whole was s- only for Forza uh, we, <laughs> yeah. got, we, gotta we gotta get rid of Mixer it was a
1: balance <laughs> it was a patch it was a, it was a balance <laughs> patch to fix uh, alright do game. it
0: we've got uh, Forza's we more important let's get rid of Mixer <laughs> <laughs> actually like if you think about it which IP is more important Forza, Forza. Oh. <laughs> like, what's more yeah. clearly. Forza?
1: Clearly. Oh man, that's so funny.
0: That does us for this week, everybody. Thank you very much for joining us. For everybody that has joined us live, we appreciate you being here. Thank it's been you. A fun and E3. Any closing thoughts, Spicy? Anything you want to talk about before we leave? Any any last minute words of wisdom? No, I well let's talk You've gotten me into Hearthstone, by the way, again. Yeah. I'm very excited for I'm very excited for that. I'm you got to, be, to you got to see in my, some
1: money in my mind how analytical. Although doing it I am at that game. I'm
0: <laughs> thinking to myself, why the hell isn't this on Xbox? Like I I would do it for achievements. Hey, because been... David, how would you put that game on a controller? So <laughs> I mean, geez Louise. We can come up with ideas on how to merge servers and do cross realm stuff, but God for we can't just we can't figure out how to use one button.
1: Well, we've talked I'm about very this about many that, times, sorry. David. Yeah, well, it's because he's... It's almost a joke that you're being... Like, how it is, it makes no sense. I actually... I've said it before. I think Blizzard hates consoles. I just think he... They they just don't care for it. They they made Diablo, and they're like, yeah, we're done. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, but Blizzard loves money. That's you what's so convey- It's a so paradox. much money. Yeah, there's something weird going on. I
0: don't know. Well, I I know I know like when when Jeff Kaplan explained it and, and he explained it really well. Like with with them on the PC, they can push an update immediately whenever they want. When it comes to consoles, and this is for the protection of the consoles, and I don't blame consoles for doing this. You have to go through a certification process. You know? Yeah. So I I get. Like, them being PC developers, like, yeah, no, for like... good reason. Look at what
1: Call of Duty did to my router. Yeah. Yeah,
0: no, yeah. Yeah, no like, I, I get why it's like, okay, we have to do this, this, and this. So, there's probably more steps with the console, but I think the... Would you say the market is larger on the console? I don't think it's larger. Phones is going to be your largest market. Well, and they're going for that. But... Yeah. But it's no different than phones. You have to approve... It has to get propagated and approved through the Apple and Google Play Store. Yeah, it's yeah the so same, it's the same it's the certification. same certification. It's David. the same thing as an, as an Xbox and PlayStation. It's
1: bizarre. They went through the trouble of making a Diablo on the console. That was way more complex. They had to do a complete UI shift, a UI will, a whole... They had to change a lot of aspects of that game. However, making a mouse... From a joystick like a Destiny thing with an A
0: button. I know. That's all you need to look, do well, look, okay. for Hearthstone. I don't... And I. That's d- the bare minimum. Just for the, just for the record, I don't think it was ever Blizzard that necessarily said that it's because of the controller. I, there's just in the forms when I read, why is this game not on console? It's a lot of people saying that. And I think to myself, guys, look, if I can map... Escape from Tarkov to my controller comfortably. You, I can do it with Hearthstone. Like it's yeah. not, you know. Well, I'm
1: <laughs> I've said this before. Hearth- I'll give you
0: a quick tip. The bumpers have them scroll to each side of the cards, <laughs> you know, Have a quick scroll there. You X, know, X could flip your cards. Oh, flip your cards. Over. I think discard X <laughs> yeah. could be discarded.
1: <laughs> David, I think I think Hearthstone is Blizzard's lazy man's money maker. Yeah, yeah, I they, think I, I can that, see that is the game they put the least effort in get to make most the money. most returns. Yeah. Yeah. And, You're probably right. And adding that to a console, having a week of button mapping is way too much.
0: Well, before. it's the <laughs> other thing too. I'm like, why doesn't Blizzard with Hearthstone, you could start there. Go NFTs. you know how much money they would make? How much those cards would I think they're going to be the first company for? to do it. Well, did you see the company I sent you today, the game? I saw that, yeah. It looks just like Hearthstone. It plays exactly like Hearthstone, but it's all cards are NFTs. Yeah, that's funny. So Blizzard just needs to make the decision. But yeah, anyways. You, you know, know, I, I would this. really be curious why they don't bring it to console. It's just, I mean... You could just say, well, like, why don't you just play it on your phone? Yeah, I can lay on my couch and play it on my phone, but I can also Ro- lay on my couch and play it on Ro- my CD console. Rose City Gamer asks, is it about how her son is monetized? It's not, because I've actually thought that before, but now being behind the scenes with a game company that is on mobile, those are very restrictive. There are things that you can and cannot do on mobile with with, re- with regards to buying and selling stuff, and content in-game. It's going to be the exact same as, as what is on an Xbox PlayStation, and or very similar. If, and if we talk about the monetization... uh. The loot boxes from Overwatch are essentially card packs. They're the same. It's the same thing. So it's not. It's not they're like they're not they're already doing it. Well, they're worse because you don't get anything useful from would, them. Oh, but suck. hey, thinking of that, would you if if Overwatch in their loot boxes went away from in-game skins and you could you could maybe flip a switch? You could say I want Overwatch content when I win, or you could flip and say I want Hearthstone content in my loot boxes. <laughs> they're all Blizzard and it's all Blizzard app like. That's actually a rewards, so reward. So no matter what game you're playing, you're getting, you're rewards, getting for- rewards for another game, if you so choose. Maybe some I mean, dust. They, putting it into our choice
1: is not Blizzard's way. They decide. I mean, because what I'm saying is, yeah. in Heroes of the Storm, I have several mounts. Is Heroes of the Storm still a thing? <laughs> well, well, same as StarCraft. I mean,
0: it's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they gave up, but it's there. I
1: honestly think StarCraft's probably the best game ever. In the history of yeah. the world, of like what it is and what it did to the genre, and genre, genre. A whole bunch of things. I think StarCraft's up there, and they just don't care. I mean, they're they have like three people working on it now on balance stuff, which is crazy to me because in Korea it's huge. <laughs> it's huge. You can get college. You can graduate with strategies like Starcraft, StarCraft, not strategies, but like in production in StarCraft. Like it's a that is cool. Do you realize that we have esports because of the Koreans, South Koreans? Oh, that, well, yeah, well, let's. Yeah, okay. Thank you, Jordan. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Be, not because of oh, North yeah. Korea. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for pointing that out. Yeah. Because of the, they, they invented esports, and we cool. now can enjoy that because of they. Yeah, that they, is Anyways, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, <laughs> um, can you imagine? S- so you can get grinding
0: mounts. in Overwatch for cards, legendary cards. So that's the thing.
1: They let you. I have skin Overwatch skins, and like different games, but Blizzard has never given me the chance to choose. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like You're I, gonna like this here you like go. Like I
1: say over and over, <laughs> they crush my balls and I still play their games. And you say, oh. Yes,
0: please. <laughs> yes
1: please. I think <laughs> more
0: I think Overwatch is the perfect game for a battle pass. And they don't but have they don't like, do it. It really is. Last last question. Super chat from Rick Gaffney. Thank you very much, Rick Gaffney, for the super chat. Again, you guys, are you guys getting the Xbox fridge? Yeah, I'll let you answer that. Absolutely, it's probably going to be. It's going to go right there. Mine's going. Actually, if we're having it in here, I'll put it right next to you, David. It's probably going to be just as hard to get as the console itself. (laughs) Probably (laughs) true. The Series X console and the fridge. They're going to be bundles at GameStop. That's the only way you're going to be able to get, get <laughs> yeah. it. Where they bundled the. It's actually not the, a bad bundle. The Series X and the fridge That's together. That's like a Costco bundle. Like Xbox Xbox always two like two hey, controllers on a fridge. Avail- we have some available and you're all excited and you go over there, only realize you have to pay a thousand dollars because of it's a bundle that they put together. Well, that's what's
1: funny. The first Elite controller, I had to buy an Xbox to get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll have to buy another Xbox to get the fridge.
0: Guys, thank you very much for joining us for another week. Again, youtube.com forward slash X1Bros. Come support us there. Come subscribe. Daily news videos. I think you guys like uh will like what we're doing. We're growing, we're moving, we're making moves. Don't forget to leave your reviews on iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to us. We love playing games. We love hanging out with you. Go check out the interview we did this week with Andrew from the Level Up Network. He's a good dude. It's really yeah, interesting it really to good. see his perspective from a, a PlayStation standpoint on all things Xbox. Have a great... Also, we do want to publicly thank... Me? No, just kidding. Uh, for the Xbox sign here. Oh, yeah! Oh, it's so awesome! Who was it? Who was it? Who was it? Uh, Ryan! Ryan! Ryan Corder, right? Oh, Cordero. Mr. Cordero, thank you very much for the Xbox. Thank you. We'll see you you guys next week. (laughs) Bye-bye. Sounds good. Bye.